Hey, Brad, uh, I understand you ate a banana or something recently. I don't know. Was there was like a banana party. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. What happened? Rich, I think a banana party is a little different than what I did. <laughs> okay. that. I mean, you know. Not that we won't show up to your banana party event if uh, asked. So Springfield, fun fact, is actually a pretty nice gaming mecca. Like there's a lot of gaming going on, board games, gaming. Uh, RPGs uh, and a, a fun podcast asked me to hop on one of their episodes, uh, the Banana Nana podcast. B A N A N A N A, like Batman, like na 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 na. That's got to be the old school Batman reference, right? The, it, yes, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're they're great, Rick. Uh, and he's he uh, he's one of the driving forces for local four one seven gaming. Uh, asked me to hop on, and what their podcast is is uh, they interview local Springfield people uh, that you know interest them. Uh, with things going on. So how did you get there? Yeah, I have no idea. Rick, like, Rick got me on Instagram out of the blue. It was like, hey, yeah, you know, we we heard you guys are doing local stuff. You should hop on the podcast. I was like, of course. And then I went and looked it up real quick. <laughs> uh, but no, they're they're great. Uh, Rick and Rick and his team. Uh, what they do is, uh, you know, they'll bring someone local on, talk about what they're doing. Uh, do some questionnaires, and then we review an episode of something. Right now, they're actually going through the Batman Beyond show. Which uh, is great. It is, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, and their initial concept was the old Batman 66 show. Really? Yeah, so they did a season or two of that, and they're like, we need a break. Well, yeah, that's... <laughs> that, I, you know, it's a great concept. It, it really is. Uh, and I'm, I'm a little ashamed that I didn't know that these guys were doing that because I mean, we've met Rick before. Yeah, uh, we actually uh, showed up at one of their conventions and, mm -hmm. and hung out there. Uh, so I'm a little ashamed that I I didn't know this, but uh, it sounds great. Oh, I had a blast actually, and I've been listening to the podcast um, since they invited me on. We had to the scheduling took a little bit, but it's a fun show. Um, and they they asked 20 questions, uh, things like you know, what's your name, what's your quest. Uh, I had to do a series of, would you let this comic book character into heaven um, if you were the gatekeeper? Uh, so who was, do you remember your character? Oh, uh, so uh, one was Joker, and I was like, don't even. Like, don't even. Don't even get close. Catwoman. Uh, I won't give them all away. because Do you have to like pick a version of Catwoman? So are we like, talking Halle Berry, or is this specifically comic books? Or um, who was the lady that did uh, Catwoman in the original Batman TV show? Oh, God. Uh, Eartha Kit? Is that, is that her name? I think it's Eartha Kit. Yeah, she, she, you know, because... I'd, I'd let Eartha Kid in. There you go. Uh, but overall, I, I try to do a character concept overall, and yeah, you'll just have to listen to... You know, I'm, I I can't wait, honestly. Uh, Brad always entertains me. I don't know if it entertains anybody else, but it usually does me. So I, I entertain myself pretty good. Well, you, that hey, that's all that really matters. <laughs> I think that's what the point of a podcast actually is. Uh, so when do we get to listen to your episode? By the so way? Uh, their episode's going to drop uh, tomorrow, January 29th. The 29th, awesome. Yeah. So uh, I really, you know, I'd love for you guys to go check out their podcast um, and then give them a shout out. So I do have in my queue. I have one other podcast in front of it, and then that one's going to be next. And hopefully, I'll get to that this week. It just depends on how the week goes because you know life is crazy and scheduling is never what we want it to be. All right. Well, speaking of things we never wanted to be, here's this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website 
theadventuresvault.com for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open The Adventurer's Vault. All right, listeners, welcome back. Uh, before we start today's episode, I want to cover one small thing. We've always had a problem with uh, figuring out how to deal with hero points. They were kind of designed for a longer session and not just for, you know, about an hour-long episode like we've been recording here. So it was always kind of awkward, and we never really had a good solution until now. So we're uh, making a little bit of a house rule here for the Adventures Vault on how hero points function. So everybody's going to have one hero point at the beginning of every episode that doesn't carry over. So, you know, at the end of the episode, it goes away in the next episode, you're going to get a new one. However, I'm never rewarding traditional hero points. They're, they're not, I'm not just going to add to it the way that you're, you're kind of supposed to. Instead, we're doing something a little different. We have ourselves here. What was this thing called, Brad? Uh, it's the Paizo uh, official critical hit deck for second edition. So we've got that we're going to add in. And when you guys do something cool or something heroic, instead of awarding you a hero point, you're going to get to pull from the deck. A pull from the what? The 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 uh, critical deck. Oh, the oh. critical hit deck. Oh, yes. my bad. No, no. However, if off mic, you have an offer for me, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, we. I'm listening. Now, here's where things get uh, kind of fun. You can use the the card for its intended purpose. You can throw that sucker down on a critical hit and add its uh, critical effect, or at any point in time, you can give a card back to me and add yourself a hero point. What's neat about those, Rich, is each card has different categories, right? No, they do. So there's bludgeoning, piercing, slashing, and then the last one is bomber spell. So each card can be applicable to any character regardless. That's the idea, yeah. And each of those effects are a little different, uh, but there's some neat stuff here that hopefully we're going to... Uh, get to use a few of those at some point. But. Now, are you going to use those on us? Uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, although I reserve the right for maybe special situations. But as a general rule, this is just for you guys kind of thing. I'm, cool. I'm excited. I'm yeah. pretty neat. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I'd, and, I'd forgotten about the concept of hero points and uh, things after so yeah, long playing yeah, without there's been them. So few. Mm-hmm. I've been a little yeah. neglectful because I didn't have a good plan there. Uh, but hopefully with this, because the cards you can hold on to forever. You can store them uh, and hang on to them build them up if you want but once you turn them in then the hero point uh all our normal rules apply there we, we should take a quick sec to thank our sponsor uh who got us that deck me hey we shall heap praise upon <laughs> yeah. you in the Mean, right meanwhile the rich tabulates how much he spent on recording equipment it makes me sad when i do that so i shouldn't I like curiosity. I, I mean, if if Paizo or some of their third party licensees wanted to to send stuff to us, would would we would we object to that? Would that be? No, I think that would be okay. No, I mean, no I'd yeah. be willing to do all sorts of filthy things <laughs> in retrospect. Yeah, he can be bought pretty cheap. Folks. No, just... no, no couch would not be casted upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one other quick little thing. I think maybe we forgot. Did you guys have advanced to fifth level? Uh, did anybody get anything cool there? With it? Oh Ooh. man, backstory. Uh, (laughs) i got a new accent (laughs) (laughs) that's true i got uh the ability to make three bombs instead of two for each uh reagent i spend every morning so you have more bombs i have more bombs uh i you know my uh, obviously the ability score increases uh so my ac went up to like 22 yeah so more bombs uh i now have the uh 
elixirs of life. I have a level five version of those now, Ooh, which cool. do I believe it's three. Let me check. Uh, it is now three d six plus six. Anybody else get anything fun? We uh, mention Assyrian got a small handful of fun things, such as uh, got access to third level spells. Which uh, Ooh, there we go. Yeah. I, I have a feeling a Father Becker could also appreciate that. Oh yeah, but um, so the you, bo you both took the same healing spells. Y yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can heal you once you die. That doesn't sound like healing. That's semantics, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, with the um ability score boost, I've got more HP and should do more damage. But also, I got natural ambition from a human, and uh, got counter spell. So what? You got kill him and take it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems right. So uh, now Asherian can have some fun of uh, screwing over other casters. That's part of his swallow their soul. Mm -hmm. he, he gets some of their abilities from time to time. Mm -hmm. oh, again, truly terrifying. Well done. I got third level spells too, um, which is also nice because you know, those automatic spells that I get that heighten to third level now. So there's three healing spells that I get as bonus that... Um, now we're not second level spells. They are third level healing spells. I doubt it'll come up. I'm sure it will not. Um, <laughs> but I hope one I kind of hope does come up. Um, one of the uh, cleric list or divine list, if you will, uh, third level cleric spells is, of course, uh, Searing Light, which um, hurts undead real bad, uh, as well as other creatures. Is that so. like a radius thing? No, it's a okay. Beam. Good. I think it's I think it's a beam. So why would you? Ask? <laughs> Yeah, I got it constantly emanates from my body, and so um, I felt like a new character. Background we, we know what constantly up. emanates from your body. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, it's about to. And if I can get the microphone low enough, you're gonna get the. <laughs> you, you listeners are gonna get a treat. Check your clouds. Uh, <laughs> I'll show you where they come from. Sadly, a uh, fighter level five, not that sexy. I mean, you get the stat bumps, which everybody got. So I fighter more fighterly, uh, and then I got an elf racial feat. Which just basically gives me a plus two to initiative. Wait, you're an elf? Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you didn't see the ears? No, I didn't notice that. Rich, you approved the backstory. I don't, I don't know why <laughs> this know, is a surprise. I really don't remember this. Is this something we talked about? I mean, yeah, the braids, remember? Uh, no, it doesn't sound familiar. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. you were like, you have almond-shaped eyes. I'm like, you were racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just figured it was... Yeah, but know. literally, I have nothing that's not just a stat bump. We're also sad for you. Yeah, well, you know. Don't we look sad? Your monsters are going to look sad. I'm going to think about that a lot whilst I am hurling many various bombs. Now that my strength and dex are 18, pa pa pa. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll consider your suffering whenever I'm casting third level spells. You have never considered my suffering once in your life. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Most of those bombs that, uh, that Hatham is going to be throwing are the F bombs. Yeah, he's turning Ooh, it up a notch. That's right. Oh, yeah. He's getting edgy with this character. At level now. five, Hatham gets edgy. Fil that's right. Filthy Hatham at level <laughs> five. That's right. Filthy Hatham. You thought it was an okay podcast for kids? Forget about that, folks. Here it comes. <laughs> Who thought that? Well, I mean, <laughs> the buggery jokes. I immediately put that out the window. <laughs> Admittedly, that's true. So moving on. That was a shitty to transition. Like, to like a different thing? I mean, yeah, we're canceling the podcast? <laughs> please, please stop talking about your bullshit um, characters. And now... <laughs> yeah. no, no, moving on with my life. Please leave. Back to the story. Uh, if you guys remember, uh, what were you getting ready to do? Something happened. What was that? Well, now the statue to uh, Alder slash Roddy had been erected in the center of town, as I recall. You're, you're, uh, we were going to go storm the beaches of Normandy, I believe. He's always trying to get something erect. 
<laughs> I'm not even mad. That was a good comeback. So you guys were getting ready to teleport where? Undead Central. <laughs> That's right. It's the forbidden city, forgotten city of the name. Who's our note taker anyway? Uh, hmm. We have one? I don't think we do is the problem. <laughs> We've gotten quite far without it. Uh, but there is a, uh, what, a uh, shrine to a forgotten god, I I believe it was. That's correct. Yeah, we don't god. need that. Not important. We believe I don't remember any names. It's, a, <laughs> it's been just long enough. that. So the city you're going to uh, was Oakcrest. Oak yeah, it like was, I said. Uh, it yeah. was a very large city uh, <laughs> in central like Faradon. That sounds like a suburb of like LA. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> So uh, Templar Rosanna was going to teleport you there in the morning, and you have received word that the cultists are after some sort of a relic mm-hmm. uh, in a temple that was there. Uh, you guys do know that this was a temple of Gilgamark, and before that it was a temple of Yafeter. Our goal is to give them a big old shitburger to eat. That's right. We're taking that relic or destroying it. By <sighs> God, we're going to succeed. Yafeter was a god of like art and stuff wasn't it Sean, uh, Yafeter was this, kind of the neutral god okay. um and it was also one uh so in the history during the gods war when many other gods uh perish Yafeter is the one that kind of uh consumed their portfolios for a time and then actually kind of spun off uh other versions of itself as other gods so some of the other gods are actually considered children of Yafeter uh in some sort of weird uh, almost like amoeba like spun off part of its divine self into other gods because it absorbed a certain amount of the other divine essences when some of the gods were killed. So, I do want to go on record and say that no, Sean, it belongs in a museum. Uh, well, that's charming. <laughs> you know, if you really think about it, shouldn't it belong with the indigenous people that that actually created it, as opposed to some dusty museum somewhere and a bunch of academics can stare at it? I'm sure there's no turmoil in that region, Sean. You're a terrible, uh, you're a terrible the, imperialist. Those indigenous that, right? people are dead. <laughs> Actually, they're undead. We're about yeah, to yeah. destroy a number of them. <laughs> about apparently. to kill them twice. That's right. That's Ancient a... culty temple in an abandoned city. Very dangerous. You go first. <laughs> I guess. I guess at the point that you're an undead, you, you know, claim you make to any sort of cultural relics are like wow. zombies. Why did right. have to be zombies? Me. We've we've talked about property rights enough that I know. I know what I'm doing. Now, let me tell you, if they're dead, <laughs> they can't own the property. Right. <laughs> oh. I, th- I think that was somebody else's point. <laughs> uh, yes, oh, but they're undead. This is totally different. What yeah. if they're dead but can make a case for like keeping the item? Like They can actively talk to you about it. Yeah. Dude. Do undead civilians have rights, or do they lose those rights when they die? Isn't, that, an- isn't that a Starfinder campaign? My I feel like it. <laughs> my answer to that is searing light repeatedly to the base. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that goes. Those are his negotiating techniques. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is the next morning. So are you, are you going to meet us there, Haytham? You crashed with the Templar last night, right? <laughs> I mean, that's not a no. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been some uh, some uh, some outside of the group adventuring going on that I'm not aware of? Working that eight hours off, five minutes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. So it, It's a sex joke. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. oh, for a second, I thought you were talking about, for some reason, I thought you were talking about the paladin, and I was like, <laughs> what? You that keep, would be weird. You keep your hands off her, you feel these sluts. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. I think she's attracted to bad boys. That's so. my backup. He called dibs. <laughs> <laughs> if something happens to my important NPC. So it's early in the morning, and a golden glow on the horizon heralds the dawn. You stand outside the Carlisle State in an open field. Dobbs made sure you all received a hearty breakfast and your bags were filled with rations and supplies for a long journey. Love Dobbs. 
Templar Rosanna stands nearby chatting with Craven Carlisle and Paladin Halandra. Several of the workers of the Carlisle estate mill around idly in the distance, uh, working like they're trying to seem busy, uh, but really they just want to watch and see what's going on. After a moment, the trio approaches the four of you, and Craven kind of laughs. Well, gentlemen, in many ways I envy you. Being whisked away by a servant of hell to explore ancient ruins while being chased by demonic servants? Well, certainly sounds more interesting than playing bureaucrat and politician. Uh, well, it's not too late to sign up. <laughs> right, you go, I'll be, the, I'll be the bureaucrat. He chuckles and pauses, and then he moves aside and gestures in for Templar Rosanna, and he says, Lady Evil? She, uh, Templar Rosanna noticeably <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> she, she's gonna let that slide? She's going she, uh, for it, huh? She, Lady Evil? She noticeably rolls her eyes and steps forward. Madam Bitch, proceed. <laughs> <laughs> Hellspawn whore. <laughs> Damn. Well, it was, it was isn't Devil Tongue Big Bitch face. Come right in. <laughs> Fucking Craven's got some. If I haven't mentioned on. I hate you in the last five minutes, uh, well, I do. <laughs> So she says, stand close, gentlemen. This will take a moment. Uh, with that, she begins gesturing and speaking in Infernal. These are the obvious trappings of a complicated spell. Uh, what is she saying in Infernal? Um, you, If you understand Infernal... Oh, I do. And so you recognize this as a spell. Now, you, you would understand the words, but uh, you know, spell languages, they don't necessarily... Uh, you know, they're not sentences. They're not mm -hmm. like she's saying. So you just recognize this as, as a spell. And as far as you can tell, she's casting teleport. Okay. Roam if you want to. Yep. Roam around the world. Exactly. Mm -hmm. A bolt of dark light sparks from her hands and shines harmlessly on each of you, marking you as a target of the spell. All seems normal as the Templar speaks the final words. And at the last second, her eyes flash open in alarm and you see a flash as a bolt of negative energy comes from the sky and strikes the Templar before you. Before you can react, the bolt arcs along the beams to each of you, and your vision fades out. The last image in your mind is of the Templar's face, her eyes uh, ignoring the pain as she looks desperately to each of you, and you see the fear in her eyes. Well, huh. hmm, betrayal. Jacuse? Didn't seem to go as planned. Um, so, this is what it feels like <laughs> to be disintegrated, huh? <laughs> So my backup character. <laughs> well, I'll see you all in heaven. I have, I have an appointment. <laughs> Sometime later, you slowly awake, staring at the sky, uh, which is just becoming bright with sunlight. You're lying in tall grass, and the sun seems to have just broken over the horizon not that long ago. It is quiet. You hear a slight breeze rustling through the grass, and oddly, you hear the clanking of a small bell. As you sit up, uh, you find yourself in a field, but your surroundings do not look familiar. Nearby is a dirt road that looks fairly well-traveled. Trudging slowly up the road is a small cart being pulled by a scrawny and pitiful-looking ox. An old man shuffles alongside, leaning heavily on a cane. Ah, an old man shuffles alongside, leaning heavily on a cane. Uh, Ryan will check on his three companions and make sure like, like he hops up and he's looking around like, What the fuck? Hey, you guys oh, are all fairly man. near each other. Where the hell are we? And all of you all right? Oh, uh, I mean, are, are we physically unharmed other than maybe groggy? Um, yeah, you guys are fine. Yeah, you're a little disoriented and obviously in a little bit of pain, but nothing stat-wise. You just feel like you got knocked, the wind knocked out of you. Well, that, that was uh, certainly unpleasant. What, I, what the hell happened? I, 
You're, you're more versed in arcane than I am. Um, yeah, yeah. What happened? <laughs> I mean, I, can I make an arcane? Tell me, you son of a bitch. Check? What happened? Sure. Okay. Hold him down. <laughs> that's a net twenty. So that's <laughs> oh a, yeah. That's gonna be thirty-four. GM has oh, to tell wow. us all, all his secrets now. Yeah, the judge is gonna. You don't know. So, <laughs> so. Um, you know, you are you, you speak infernal. You uh, pretty well versed in Arcana. So that was a teleport spell that she cast. You you recognize this? Now she was taking her time, mostly because, well, you know, she'd probably never been here before, so that makes it more difficult. So she was essentially anchoring the spell to try to give it the best chance of accuracy as possible. Now you saw at the last minute that just little like lightning strike of negative energy that just bolted from the sky directly into her and passed out amongst the three of you now somehow it like supercharged the teleport in some way you you could tell that the spell cast the spell went off you know that the spell happened but you don't know what the negative energy did to the spell it somehow supercharged it in a way that's the only way you can think to describe it all Um, right i have a kind of an idea of what might have happened so she's she was casting the spell teleport it need to take longer to charge it so that way she can get us here more accurately but the negative lightning bolt did something funky to the spell it screwed with it in some way right okay you fix it i'll go talk to that old guy uh problem about that i can't cast already teleport. walked away mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. i, tr- I, I want to try and look for some landmarks and see if i recognize any you know any relation to where we might be yeah, nothing really strikes out at you. you. You know, you're kind of just in an area of fields. Uh, you think often the distance, uh, there's some tree lines and there's probably maybe a manor house. So you, you think you, one way you might be able to see that. But the, like I so said, there is the road that you're nearby. You do see some fencing. Um, so there, there is some partitioning uh, in the fields that you see. What are they fencing with? Yeah, the, uh, the, they're picking up cows. And oh, so like can... uh, uh, two rapiers? Yes, they are exactly what it is. <laughs> no one's cow fenced in 500 years. We're <laughs> <laughs> in the past. One thing's for sure, we are in the bloody wrong place. Yeah, nothing here looks like anything you've seen before. No, it's pretty generic as far as fields and hills, but some of these fields look worked, as in they're not just gone wild. Are we even on Faradun anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Cause <laughs> this, this looks yeah. like uh, this is this is not a Ferdin kind of style scene. There's not enough corpses and dead children everywhere. Yeah, no, no Becker clouds. So Roddy's walking up like, "Hey, what well, how, matey?" The, the old man, um, he kind of startles a little bit and looks your direction, and he does the 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 old man thing where he squints and tries to see you. And he's like, "Hey, hey, yeah, oh, oh, come, come, come closer, lad, come closer." Of 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 course, father, of course. Nice to meet you. Sorry to sorry to disturb you. We're travelers in the land. My name's Roddy. Well, what you doing in the field? Ah, uh, we we took a wrong turn somewhere. Might have got a bit lost. Say, could you tell us where we're at? Oh, oh, um, yeah. Um, I'm on I'm on my way to Oakcrest. It's just a few miles down the road. Oh, great, great. Hey, uh, so Roy, friend, uh, we're from a different country, so our calendars are all backwards and stuff what what's the month and year i think i'm a week off the old man he looks at you uh, very confused it's a real backwards country i promise uh you know he kind of looks back at his cart and his ox and he looks back over at you and he's like well well the, the what's eleven thirty-four, lad uh, what oh uh, right what? okay Did right you, how you, you know you shouldn't be uh you shouldn't be uh, putting it on that hard son it's uh 
Uh, ale's hard to come by. I wouldn't take that much once again. I, I tell you what, it don't take much, to be honest. <laughs> Woke up in a field, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think it's a field I've ever been to before, either. It was quite a night. Well, just hope the shields don't find you. Right. Of course. Of course. We, uh, we'll do our best. Uh, say, Father, we're, uh, we're, we're capable young lads. Perhaps we could travel with you to, to Oakcrest. Wait, <clears throat> Uh, well, I'm 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 heading down the road, I suppose. Uh, you'll need your papers when you get there. Right, of course, of course. The shearing just kind of leans over to hate them. Don't do anything. Don't say anything. He's got this. Let me go. Let me go tell my lads real quick. We're gonna join up with you. He, he kind of okay, but he starts to shuffle back on. We'll, he, ca- we'll he, catch up. He, he doesn't make a quick pace. Neither yeah, does yeah. this scraggly old ox. I'll turn to Father Becker and uh, point the opposite direction of the uh, of where the farmer's going. That's clear we've got to go that way on our own. Oh, no other option, uh, I don't think. Right. So, couple of problems. Hmm. Uh, new, new problems hmm. are the uh, old one being stranded. So that gentleman is headed to Oakcrest, which... Wait, what? Yeah, hmm. yeah, he's headed to Oakcrest. Uh, slight <coughs> problem. The year appears to be 1134. And what? Ha- having given that information, like... Roddy turns around and like kind of like kneels on the ground and just starts yelling fuck into the ground as loud as possible over and over and over uh, and over. Bloody concussed. Hang on. Uh follow follow the finger. Is your <laughs> uh oh dear. At which point Roddy undoes the bandana that he tied around his arm, ties it back around his goddamn ears, and puts the hat fucking back on. Huh. Uh, oh no, he's having an identity crisis. Is no, oh, no. He's really cracked, hasn't he? Well, Brad has no. fortunately done his homework and understands the significance of the year. No. Uh, do you want to share with the rest of the group about when that We're, is? We're uh, what hundred years in the past, I believe. Yeah, twenty. This would be about three years before the death of Gilgamesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are approximately three years before Gilgamesh's dead. I am approximately. Uh, nine years old, somewhere on this fucking continent. Oh, and elves are back to being second-class citizens again. So you'll excuse me while I fucking hide that. Oh, and we don't have papers. What about your almond-shaped eyes? How will you hide that? Yeah. <laughs> so racist. <laughs> you'll fit right in. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's got the symbol and everything. Yeah. I wonder if that symbol was around back in the day. Probably not, but... uh. You may want to uh, be able to explain why you're not worshiping Gilgamesh. You know, had he gotten to the point of, of having people openly worship him 100 years ago? Believe at this point, it's close. Yeah, this would, you would be in the time frame where, at least on Faradon, they, they were openly worshiping him. Yeah, uh, Assyrian starts uh, undoing the, the battle standards for the Arincian army, so he, the, he just like takes all that off, <laughs> takes off the mask, takes off the hood, and just is like... Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to test something. Um, I'm going. I'm going to cast a harmless cantrip. Um, no direction, which would tell me where north is. So, um, uh, which I thought might be useful for this adventure to yeah. uh, be able to do that. So, I. So anyway, oh great god of mysteries, were you around a hundred years ago? And can you, <laughs> can you hear me and understand what is going on? And I'll cast that spell. Uh, so everything seems to work normally. You don't get any special connection or significance. The spell just kind of goes off uh, like on reflex, like normal. So. Okay. Okay, good. 
good. And and curious, if you're curious, um, you know which direction is north, yeah. and that's kind of the direction that the old man's going. He's going a little northeast, but it's pretty close to north. Okay. All right. So well, the old man would have papers on him, I would assume. Are you? You can make hey, that assumption. Are you? Are you suggesting <laughs> what I think you were suggesting? <laughs> I think Hatham is suggesting some... forgery. Oh, that's precisely what I'm suggesting. Uh... I can just get a slip of those papers. I might be able to uh, craft a pretty uh, good forgery. Make some for our own. My apologies. I thought that was going somewhere else. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to steal the man's papers and set him up to be executed or whatever. Sick shit. Happened. I wasn't thinking. Uh, it's yeah. I guess it what is. What were you thinking? <laughs> Well, you know, I was thinking we'd do this the Arincian way. We'd kill him and take his stuff. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. What right. is wrong with you? Right. Which of you looks like an 80-year-old man? No. I mean... We, no, no, no. Not copy <laughs> his papers. Make new ones for ourselves. Well, that's what I'm saying. If we kill him and take his papers, yeah. they ain't gonna work. Right. I'm... No. You're not... No, I hate them. It's a good plan. Not agree. Not write yeah. his own name <laughs> no, 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 and age I, down. I, no, not no. I agree with him. your plan of like copying like how they work and then putting our own stuff on there, and making that work. And then the party kills each other. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I'm going. Right. What do, you, <laughs> what do you all want your names to be then? Uh, something that doesn't sound Arincian. Why don't we get the papers first and figure that out? Uh, but Roddy will work just fine. Right. Well, if we're riding with him, we have an opportunity maybe to um, purloin his papers and then um, have you glance at him and then put him back? Or Actually, my name will be James Billet Smythe. No. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate power. I mean, I'm ready for it. Now remember, <laughs> when you go back into the past, don't fuck with anything. <laughs> Hatham's is scribbling furiously. Assassinate Gilgamark. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, my Evan friends. This is this is a double-barreled hunting shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by your local S-Mart. Shop smart. Shop S-Mart. Just aim it at the filthy humans and pull the trigger. That's it. <laughs> so you guys are going to go catch back up with the old man? Yeah. yeah. He hasn't made it very far. Uh, <laughs> while we're jogging, I'm like, well, when of you get the papers from him? Good luck. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you say that like right. out loud? Not to him, but <laughs> okay. you right, want hey. to look at his papers, right? Yeah. All right, well, get him. All right, Hatham, what's your plan Me? here? You're the one with with, with thievery. <laughs> You're the, you guys are the talking talks. Yeah. <laughs> Hatham, <laughs> this is your plan. You're running the you show. I'm just following the orders. That's what we, yeah, I was looking at that, too. All right, let's try the happy route, and then we'll try the thievery route. All right, well, let's play. If both fail, we'll go with the sheer hands plan. <laughs> Okay, you're complaining about my plan, but hey, it's a good backup. It works. <laughs> Out of curiosity, what um, what's Craven Carlisle doing at this point? Three years, he should be at uh, Port Holbeck. Yeah, as far as your memory goes, remember he even talked about having gone to Oakcrest on several, which occasions. is several hundred miles south of where we're at. Okay. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Almost. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Um. Actually, the question is, knowing where we are and what it is, do we keep on with the mission or do we try something else? Well, uh, achieving the objective, I mean, without a way to get back home. I mean, we'd be on the run with whatever that is. We could right. theoretically destroy it in the past. Wouldn't be available in the future. 
Yeah, we wouldn't get sent to the past in the first place, would we? Please don't start that with me. <laughs> my head hurt. No. <laughs> going to do the Bill and Ted version. Remember yeah. keys. Remember a trash can. Remember a trash can. How do I keep you three from being born? <laughs> well, you'd have to go to another continent. <laughs> Knowing what I know about the current time and place, that sounds like a lovely or, idea. <laughs> or, or just convince your ancestors to come to this one. Actually... Yeah, the Blavier family still be alive, so it's actually pretty peaceful in, in Arencia right now. Um, I tend to think we ought to um, continue on with the mission, because if the artifact or the relic is there, then we could theoretically get a hold of it, and even if we can't, maybe we can learn more about it, and then um, maybe that will help us if we can ever return to the mission in the future. We could possibly even stash it somewhere that we might be able to retrieve it later. Mm -hmm. Resolve any potential paradox in advance. The other thing is, if we can, um, you know, investigating this place. Admittedly, it's it's dangerous unless we can figure out a way to get convincing papers and uh, such. But at least it's not a, a hellscape o overrun by undead. No. Yeah. Well, it's its own unique form of hellscape, one we weren't prepared for, I suppose. It's true. Bureaucracy. Hmm. So anyway, I guess I'll try and talk to the old man then. Um, do you want me to? Um, I've got a pretty good persuasion. Yeah, you can give it a shot. Mine is only a plus seven, so. Well, hello, old man. How are you? Thank you. I, I appreciate you offering to give us this ride into town. I, uh, boy, really tied one on last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there's, uh, there's four of you. Oh, oh, that's uh, that's such a strange sight. Four of them. Uh, lads, your age. I'm surprised you're not in the. You're not conscripted by now. Oh well, you know, not not, not many lads around these days. I'm afraid. We had connections, if you get my meaning. Oh, um, oh, he, he almost looks a little like frightened, like he does the look over his shoulder thing. Oh, Eckham, Eckham's my name. Uh, I'm from the from the Kilby Estate. I've served its lord for many years now. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. I'm sure you've you've done so. In an admirable fashion. That said, um, we, we, gosh, how can I say this? We need to make sure that our papers are in order, if you take my meaning. And could we take a look at yours just to make sure we can see the most recent stamps and sigils and such affixed to them? He, he, he eyes you very, it would be very a, suspicious. A great favor to the Carlisle estate. Um, go ahead and give me your check there. Sean. How about a deception? Okay. Let me, let me think about that. Oh, uh, well, not bad. 21. This man rolled an 8 and got a 21. <laughs> On deception? God, God damn, son. I, like, I lie sometimes. <laughs> I lie. I cheat. I steal. Viva la raza. I can't even get a skill of anything that high. Yeah, I don't know how he fucking did it. Uh, well, I got to be actually very honest with you. I, I, I missed oh, it. No, it's actually only mind. a 20. I have right. I have two skills. If it was so, athletics, I'm at... So that's how he does it. He cheats. <laughs> um, it all works. The old man, uh, he, once again, he's very nervous now. You, you, you're, you're all the way here from the Carlisles. Uh, what, 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 what's, what are servants of Carlisle doing all the way in Oakcrest? Well, as I said, we have connections. Right. You know, there's this little bakery shop there in uh, Third Street on Oakcrest. They got these lovely little chocolates. Well, I'll be damned if the Lord didn't want some right fucking now. Lord Carlyle? Yeah. What's his name? Oh, you mean Lord Cra Craven's father? 
Yeah. Are you serious? Asking me a question like that. Do I ask you to list off every member of your little estate you're from? How rude. I thought we were being friendly. Yeah. He kind of, at that point, you notice that uh, difference uh, in demeanor. So why don't you give me an intimidate check? That's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's four. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I get that next level. Oh, oh and because... <laughs> uh, but I, oh man! So he, he, you know, he's still kind of fumbling around, but he, he's doing the the obvious body language where he's like taking kind of steps back, retreating a little more towards his cart. Mashirin, get ready. Well, what? Well, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, why? If you guys are with the Carlisles, why don't you have your own papers? Who's to say we didn't, sir? We just wanted to make sure that we've got everything in order, and someone who's been to Oakcrest more recently would uh, would have uh, w- being able to see those papers. That would that would help us. So it's been uh, w- what we mean to say is it, it has been some time since we've been through the official channels, and uh, one worries that uh, you know regulations may change. Should be a, a you know poor afternoon to to you know, lose one's well being over bureaucracy. All right, uh, Sean, Ethan, both give me a check. Uh, Persuasion, I suppose. Yeah, you guys or, are uh, deceptive or de- deception. Depl- oh, deception. Uh, you can do diplomacy. Because uh, I am a lot better at diplomacy. Uh, it, Total uh, of 20. Wow, these are hard to read. 23 over here. Okay. Um, so he still looks very nervous and an- uneasy, but he does fish out um, a little folded uh, piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And he kind of fumbles it over and hands it to you. Don't worry, we're going to give it back. Just want to take a look at it. He's uh, Okay, oh, okay, here, here. Uh just, but but I I need those back. They won't they oh. won't let me in without them. Well, right, right. Well, certainly. And uh, I I do happen to notice there is a spelling error uh, just here. Uh, so I you know, I'll go ahead and fix that for you. Bloody uh, lucky you gave those over, isn't it? Um uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Um and you notice when you look at him that what he has is very clearly a uh, a vendor license is what, is what it says. So he is he's allowed to be in the city during the day, and pass through the main gates, and he's allowed to sell um, a limited amount of goods. Which there's some sort of designation that doesn't entirely make sense to you, but to a bureaucrat it would probably make perfect sense to what. Uh, now, if you look in his cart, he has chicken and eggs. You have the scene where like the camera pans back behind their group, and Ashreen's sitting there with like. Where he's looking like he's got his hands like held behind his back, but you see he's like slowly pulled out a dagger, <laughs> and he sees he sees how the situation's going. He just slowly puts it back. <laughs> right, friend, you're doing us a favor, and while I can't do anything to pay you right now, I will invoke the ancient right of law of surprise. Man, I don't want to. I almost want to like make that a thing, just, <laughs> yeah. just so I can fuck with you on that. One. <laughs> so good. Like all these years later, yeah. some distant relative shows up and. <laughs> oh shit! Look at this plus five sword. Hello, I'm the ancestor of some old guy you met in the field. God damn it! God <laughs> damn it! Asherian, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, he's he's nervous, but he he gets his ox moving again and. Starts shuffling down the road, but he he's very nervous at this point. He's not... Good day, listeners. This is Saul Kavi, broadsending for Kasarat Public Radio. 
Beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. Seven lands for seven lords have been named in our series, but three islands earn the right of honorable mention. East of the northern coast of Bropfia is a sizable land, a land full of resources and rich soil, but a sparsely inhabited and rarely visited land. Those who live there are of good heart, but follow a primal and barbaric path. They are not cruel, but they embrace their anger. They are not evil, but they make no distinction between might and righteousness. A legacy born during the gods' war, for one man brought rage and fury to the battlefield like no other, a tempest of steel and violence, a passionate frenzy of brutality and force, a man of near-giant stature and of equal appetite. After the gods' war, his followers claimed this island as their own and named it after their great leader, and thus we have the Isle of Delmia. And now you know the rest of history. Good day. In the criminal justice system, magical-based crimes are considered especially chaotic. In Roger Stem City, the dedicated paladins who investigate these crimes are an elite squad known as the Magic Victims Unit. These are their sessions. Tardis, there's bits of wooden furniture and broken knickknacks everywhere. There's no doubt now. He's back for sure. It's... Get a hold of yourself, guardsman. We're so close to nailing this creep, we just need to figure out what he's after. It's probably cold blowed. You get it with mixing the flour of the amberesia plant and an entire kobold, baked into an oven and dried up, then crushed into a fine power. The junkies have been fiending for it. What in the world does that have to do with this murder investigation? I don't know. Just thought it sounded cool. Tune in every evening for more lawful good and order in the case of the Curious Curio. Join Paladin Briscoe and Sergeant Green as they investigate crime and pass judgment on the offenders. So, once again, he's, he's nervous, but he, he gets his ox moving again and starts shuffling down the road, but he, he's very nervous at this point. He's, he's not saying much. Roddy does the thing where like he looks at his chariot and like does the two fingers of my own eyes and then pokes at the old man kind of thing. And like, all right, Hathen, what, what do you think? Well, I drop back a little bit. They're bloody specific. Yeah. His is, his is a vendor's license. Yeah, they're right, uh, assholes. It's out the... But, uh, I don't know what any other types are, though. If if I did, maybe I could uh, make a civilian license, but there's specific curfews associated with the vendor's license. I think we're probably going to have to sneak into town. I mean, well, the vendor's... Uh, the vendor's license could get us in. And then we can go from it, there. It could get one of us in, possibly. It, it does have a name and description on it of who the license is allowed to. Um, but you also notice that the vendor's license is for the Kilby estate. So there are actually several names listed of people who can use this. You do also notice that the the part where it says Lord Kilby uh, and his heirs has a little notation after it, which your knowledge of history and academia uh, leads you to believe that as of right now, they don't know who that is. Sometimes it comes up when, say, like the Lord has been killed and they don't know who the rightful heir is at the moment. Hmm. So right now, there isn't apparently a Lord of the Kilby estate that you know of, but the estate is still in operation. The old man's name, and then there is a female name, and then there are two male names on there as people who could theoretically use this vendor license for the Kilby estate. Right, well, I could maybe forge one for the, uh, for the Carlisle estate. We could also do the Billet Smiley estate. I suppose but we could. Unfortunately, I don't know where that's at. The Admiral never talked about it much. 
this might be in a time frame where that might not be the best name to invoke. Right, well. yeah. Actually, he's already off the continent, so no, don't do that one. Well, if we had something to at least get us in the gate, maybe we can connect with the uh, underworld in the city, and uh, surely there's someone we could pay a fee to in order to get um, uh, forged papers that are more in order. Do they even use the same currency? Yeah, we sold all the old currency. Also, does anyone have currency? I got some gold coins, but that's about it. But none of yours would have been old Freudian money. That's the, uh, that's the problem. We could tell him it's Lorenzian. Lorenzian, not Lorenzian. Well, at this time frame, there's I I don't know, mm-hmm. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Lorenzian. That's the Floridian pronunciation. Yeah. I don't know. I never went to the spooky no man's land. Yeah, see, in Floridian custom, we add an L in front of every other nation. Bluff check. <laughs> 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 See, yeah, that's I'm, I'm from La Caliban. Ah, well, uh, let's head to town. Um, yeah, Asherian's done the thing where he's pulled up the hood and has it like at the angle, so that way, if the old man looked over his shoulder, it looked like Asherian's hood's kind of just facing angled out the uh, out the front of it. But Asherian can keep an eye on where the old man's looking and what he's doing. So, what are we taking advantage of my uh, plus thirteen to crafting? I mean, take a shot at it. Um, Maybe. Is that something you can do while you're in the back of a bouncy cart? I mean, you know, it, the cart is going slow, uh, and there really isn't much room. I mean, one of you could hop on the back of the cart, but it's a small cart. I mean, I There's not a lot of room. Actually, according to the rules, if we are, in fact, in exploration mode, one of the things Haytham could be doing is crafting checks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, this would technically be exploration mode. Yeah, I mean, I'll allow it because he's going slow. If this were fast travel, you might... Uh, you might struggle, but yeah. once again, the, the old man, he's shuffling along and the, the ox looks like, well, it's, it's not got much left in it. Yeah. All yeah. right. Here goes. 30. Okay. Jesus. Um, so good to have a crafter. So what, tell me what you're trying to do. Tell me, I know you're trying to forge, but what do you, what is, what, give me some details of what you are trying to forge here. Uh, I'm going to try and forge a vendor license for the Carlisle estate. Okay. Yeah, uh, because clearly we're pretty far from Carlisle Estate. Kind of hoping that, you know, maybe they don't see too many people from the Carlisle Estate. So, like, oh, well, we don't know who's in the. And uh, put all of us on it with whatever names we want to. Okay. All right. I'm just curious as to what your forgery was going what for. Are, what are we selling? I mean, it's a vendor's license specifically for certain items. What's yeah. our items? Potions, alchemical items. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to slide a map onto the table here. Jesus of Ocrest. This is not oh. a this this just just because it happens to look like a historically <laughs> accurate map from this well known city is completely irrelevant. And we probably shouldn't actually show pictures of this, but because <laughs> yeah. What is the city from the fifteen hundreds gonna do to us legally? Um, well, the city still exists, <laughs> just not in the 1500 state, uh, but it's about the right size of Oakrest and kind of what I had going for. So I am totally not just stealing an old map. Hopefully Vikings it. don't raid this place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so as you guys approach the city from kind of the south. Um, uh, st- and Rich, I don't want to interrupt you, go, go um, but like. Roddy realizes he's essentially wearing the uniform of a Caliban Navy, which <laughs> hasn't changed that much. Um, so he, I'm going to make a sur- 
I'm going to make a survival check to see if I can try to get back to this place just to get landmarks to maybe get back to around where we're at. So you're wanting to remember landmarks. Yeah. You're, you're, you're specifically looking for, okay, so the, 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 the big, the, the tall oak tree was on the left about yeah. a mile from there. Yeah. You're, you're making mental notes yes. and things like that. Okay. Uh, so that's a 21. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are landmarks around here. Uh, like I said, none of them are super specific, but there's enough landmarks, uh, that, you know, a person could. And, uh, unfortunately he finds like a, a copse of a tree where maybe he can hide something. But he takes his beloved jacket and hat off and hides them. Okay. And then he's like, well, I hope I can find you again. Um, and now he just kind of looks like a sailor, just like a normal, like, okay. edge of the line sailor. Uh, yeah, it's easy enough to do. And like I said, if you even want to make some specific notes, there are landmarks around, especially as you get a little closer to the city, because this is a very large mm -hmm. city. So there's the city and then there's the city outside the city. So as you start to get close, you start to run into other buildings. Um, these aren't in the city proper, so technically they're not in Oakcrest. I think of these as kind of like, you know, medieval suburbs, so to speak. But you can definitely tell as you start to, to get there that these are the slums. That these are, these are not nice. These are the outcasts. And the closer you get to the city, the more populous that becomes. Um, to the point where the last half mile, at least, is pretty much just packed. It's, it's, you're like, it, it's like being inside the city as far as its density. Um, but there's a lot of... Um, a lot of shady looking stuff. What kind of races do we see? Pretty much humans. You see a few other races, but pretty much as far as you can tell, they are functioning as slaves. Um, are there any elves? You know, at one point in time, you do uh, see an elf. As you get closer to the city, the other thing that you start to run across, because you get some crossroads you go by, other people in carts are heading that way. Mm -hmm. So there is a small, I don't want to say train, but a fairly decent stream of people heading into the city or trying to get into the city for the day. So you see several of those have slaves. Now, what you don't see are a lot of men, especially of fighting age. Mm -hmm. They're, these are mostly older people. There's a lot of women. Uh, you see boys who are essentially functioning as men. As a matter of fact, the elf that you see, the uh, lord, the young lord who is um, actually riding a horse, and there's they have a pair of carts. Um, the one of the elves is is uh, the the mule handler for one of the carts, and the young lad is openly berating the elf for for not doing his job well enough, uh, to the point where he actually has a, a a a small coiled whip at his waist, even though it just seems odd because the boy's probably ten. So Leroy is definitely like not like snarling about that a little bit, but he, he keeps it in check. I'm looking for an elf that could be talk to without arousing suspicion that's the only one you've seen so far okay like i said a lot of humans a lot of uh a lot of kids and a lot of old people and you notice that even off on the side this is uh, everybody looks very downtrodden uh very you know everybody's giving everybody suspicious looks it's uh they they all seem very uh paranoid yeah paranoia is going to be rampant yep. around here and you guys get more than a few of those suspicious looks roddy keep it under check Right, right, right. Um, so that's what you see. Are you just going to keep following the, the, the train? Yeah. Because um, like I said, the closer you get to the city, the more people you get. Uh, you finally get close enough where you can see the gates, and the listeners can't see them by pointing onto the map. So from the south side, there are two gates, and I'll let you in on some information you'll figure out later. But uh, only three gates of the city are open to in, in open to the public. Uh, so the, there are other gates of the city, but they are closed 
they're normally closed and you can't gain uh, access through those at this point. Now the three gates that are there are fairly heavily guarded. So the old man is heading towards the, the western uh, most of the northern gates. We should go to a different gate. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, do we need to um, like give him his stuff back, thank him, and maybe try to reward him in some way to help him keep his mouth shut? I mean, we already gave the papers back, I believe. Um, do we have anything of value we could offer him? I seem to recall one of the characters at this table has kept a couple of old Viridian coins. Was that me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah, you said you were going to try and trade them up. Like you were wanting he, to keep he was keeping them for posterity and I, or something. Yeah. And I never actually went through and did that. Is there a low value Viridian coin? Like sure. A, like a, a, a copper or silver or something that would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they have the same denominations. It's just stamped differently. Okay. Well, I'll go up and I'll uh, I'll smile my ting, smile at the guy and say, uh, you know, old timer, uh, we, we appreciate your help here today. Um um, you know, times we live in, we just don't want any trouble. Uh, but you've been very helpful and I hope you'll be discreet about this matter. And I reach out to shake his hand and in the hand is a, um, uh, how about a, um, goodness, would a silver piece be, uh, outrageous in, in this time period as far as a, no idea. In my own would, time, would, would a silver would piece you, for, you, for, for something like that, would that cause a peasant to shit his pants? In front I mean, of God? a silver piece is, a, you know, I mean, that, that's a sizable chunk of change. That's, you know. That's decent money for us. I mean, that's yeah. like a, <laughs> yeah. that, that's like a month's wages or so. Yeah, that, that's a good bribe. How about, how about yeah. um, uh, five copper? Okay. Yeah, I'll just offer him some Oh, copper. great. When it, yeah. <laughs> I want you to remember when our heads are on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My I had la- him, him a few copper. Cheap ass. My last was uh, <laughs> yeah. Father the, Becker is a cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I mean, isn't it isn't it ten um, ten copper to the yeah. silver? It's, it's by so 10. it's, so so it's half a silver. Yeah, so half a silver. Um, so he quickly pockets the you know he he kind of inspects them very you know uh, very closely and then quickly pockets them and looks around and uh, he almost looks a little giddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you seem to be, he was very oh goodness. So yeah. we can we can trust your discretion. He's like, uh, uh, what are you talking about? I hope you sell many chicken and eggs, sir. Discretion in what? I I don't remember a single thing. You've been alone this whole trip. No, literally, I, I don't remember who you are. I'm I, very old. Very old. I have, <laughs> I have <known>. Alzheimer's. <laughs> One last question, old man, if you don't mind my asking. Yeah. To what you reasonably familiar with this city? To what level does the Church of Asmodeus operate here? Uh, the Asmodians. Um, and like, you notice that even as he says the word, he's, he, he kind of whispers it and looks around and he's like, well, uh, obviously we are, we're all loyal subjects of the Lord Gilgamesh and we, name. we worship at his feet daily. Uh, anything other or any other worship is strictly forbidden and, and we are loyal sons of Feridon. And like Roddy, <clears throat> like Roddy says like death to traitors, like almost absentmindedly and then like shakes his head like. Like and he's the, angry, he said yeah. that. The, and you notice the way the guy says it; like he's very obviously saying what he is supposed mm. to say. And, then the city is uh, free of heretics entirely. Then, oh, ab- absolutely, the heretics are, are, are not tolerated. Those those who speak out against the faith, um, they don't they don't last long. So, um, so, uh, I mean, he just trails off. Yes, and one actually final question uh, that has come to me as a result of Haytham's good thoughts. Um, I'll, I'll point to the symbol on my chest and say, have you seen this symbol before? 
he he looks at the uh, looks at you, looks at the symbol, um, and remember, he, it takes him a moment. He's he's obviously his eyesight's really bad. Yeah. Um, so you know he kind of leans in and he looks at it, and his eyes uh, get wide, and he immediately like retreats back towards his cart and spurns his oxen along. Okay, boys. Well, uh, um, uh, good luck to you. And um, uh, okay, come on, come on. He and he's hurrying away. That that's your sign, Father. Was, was, was that a sign of fear? Or oh, was absolutely. That, yes. He yeah. he was he's, yeah. he is. He's scared shitless. Oh, bloody hell. Are you, are you not able to just hide that thing for five minutes? Well, I did. I, I'm going to put it away. I just needed to know if he recognized it. That's The fact that he does recognize it is significant, though, because that means it was prominent in the past. Significantly really awful. Yeah, uh, significant in the way of uh, that whole bit about heretics. I don't know what you're referring to. My eyes go black and the ground starts to shake. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, we, we've talked too much. We've got, you know, the old man keeps there. looking back to make sure you guys aren't following. <laughs> let's go to a different game. Yeah, let's go yeah, to a different I will game. Put that, I will put, yeah. oh, oh, great God of mysteries, please um, understand the reason why I am uh, hiding the symbol of our my faith in you. And I duck it, duck it underneath my clothes. Um, so you know that moment when uh, like you're driving and the cop pulls in behind you? Mm-hmm. And you know, you're like constantly glancing at the cop, waiting for the lights to come on, mm-hmm. look to see if you see him on his radio, and you're doing that. And in the moment where he just kind of goes ahead and passes or backs off, and you, you get that sigh of relief, that's what this old man does when you guys start to wander off. What do you think of the Ooh. chances that, that maybe this is like their standard clerical symbol or something like that? Like, in, and, I thought like you had just police? whipped out. Yeah, I thought you had just whipped out, like, mm-hmm. oh, hello. Does, do I look like a heretic to you? And he went, oh, God, yes. But maybe actually. Yeah, you yeah. Just, you just whipped out a, just, you just whipped out your badge for the KGB. Yeah. You just, and you're just like, hey, you'll come yeah. in. Like double lightning bolts. <laughs> old man, we have some questions for you. Uh, apparently, yeah. happened to the apparently, alley. That old man just passed his check. I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, vibe check. I mean, we're I guess we're in line now at the eastern gate. Uh, yeah. So you guys move down to the eastern gate now. From it's very obvious when you get the eastern gate that there are a lot fewer people here. That's the first thing uh, that you notice, and including fewer guardsmen. So when you were looking at the Western Gate, most of the people that you saw there, most of the guardsmen, they were very obviously like the leftovers. So you know you can tell that these guys didn't have really fancy armor. Um, you know you can just tell by their demeanor. You know especially Assyrian and Roddy. You, know, you guys have seen enough military types that so you can tell the ones with a lot of training and the ones who are very serious versus the ones who aren't. The Western Gate, you can tell that's what you got there. There, there's a lot of them, but you know, they're they, these are the leftovers as far as the the because they look like able-bodied men for the most part. Although some of them look a little past their prime. Uh, what's the line? Um, too many from Lord of the Rings. Too many men have seen too many winters and or some too, too or few. Or too few. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that. And but now, however, the Eastern Gate is the opposite. There are fewer of them. There's only about eight guards that you see there but these guys have the nice armor uh, they're wearing the the, you know, the full plate it's it, it, this is the good high quality stuff everybody go ahead and make me a perception check nat 20 nat 1 27 all right that puts me at 29 19 all right so is and um roddy you guys definitely know notice that uh, the people in this line look very different than the people in the other line. Everybody here is very, very nice. You know, they're, they're dressed in fineries. Everybody here looks like they're nobility of some sort. 
Um, so we look out of place. Very much, yeah. Oh, no, n there are no vendors wandering in here. Is there a middle gate? Maybe we could go to. Or ah, uh, let's let's head back. on mine. The old man should be through by now. Yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah, you can tell that it's very obvious the eastern gate is restricted access. So everybody here that's going into that gate, these all look like local lords, nobility of one form or another. You can imagine that if Craven were to show up, he would probably go in that gate. He'd be in that line, yeah. Uh, however, if you go back to the western gate, there are a lot of people here. I mean, at this point, there are hundreds of people uh, waiting to go into the line. Uh, where it is now there are you do notice there's a secondary line so off to the side there is a like a little hut that's been put up and there are a line of people over there and there's extra guardsmen there there's very few people in that line the main line there's a lot of people in and this is the security checkpoint you know it's like trying to get into any stadium or anything these days they're they're all being looked over the carts are being ruffled through and the guys that are doing it are not they're they're not gentle these every one of them up there looks like an asshole you guys have all met this guy before. Um, he's the. Um, are these guards? Are these black shields? These are. These just look like random town guards. Now okay. they are wearing a uniform, so to speak, yeah. uh, in the fact that they all have on like a chain halberd. They've all got the little tunic over it uh, with a couple of symbols on it, and you know they. The, it's not as well kept. These guys aren't. You know when they they don't stand at guard. They kind of wander around. You can hear them bantering back and forth. They the the things they say to these people are not nice things. And uh, you know, so you can tell these guys are less less trained. Well, but there are about thirty of them at the gate total. Some of them are up on a little parapet up above, and across some of them are over at the little uh, shack on the side, and some of them are milling about. Yeah, last chance, boys. We either hop in line or we try to sneak in some other way. And what's the little? You said the little side. Um, there's a little side hut with a shorter line. There is. There's a little hut off the side. It, it, nothing you guys have seen so far gives you the reason. But there is a little hut off to the side. And like I said, it's, it's more just like they put up a little shack. And uh, go ahead and give me perception checks if you want to look at it a little closer. 22. Oh. 19. Well, that there for me is 28. Yeah, well, that's nice. pretty darn good. So you guys notice a couple of things right away. There are uh, obviously a couple of guards assigned to this one. Now, once again, it's not far apart. These are you know just maybe a little 20 feet off to the side. So it's not like the guard, the other guards are far away, but there are obviously some guards assigned to this. And inside the little shack, there are two people in there who don't, you know, they're not well armed and they're not armored. So they look a little more clerical, not as in they are clerics, but they look as in like they're the bookkeepers of some sort. Um, so you see them wander out and talk to the people, you know, there's a group trying to get, you know, do something like they're trying to get in. You see them walking back and forth, the guards walking back and forth. And whatever they're doing takes a lot longer. They're searching more thoroughly. There's paperwork being, you know, gone, going back and forth. And there's some sort of, of give and take going on here. But there are, like I said, there's probably 20 to 30 people in that line. At this point down, there's probably 200 people in the main gate line. If we had to guess with how quickly this line, this 200-person line is going, uh, do we figure we got hours to wait there versus... Uh, maybe not an hour's, but maybe an hour or so. Th there's no real consistency. Some people they let through quicker than others. Some they really give rake over the coals. I mean, our, um, I guess our deal is um, we got papers, but we probably don't want them examined as thoroughly. So it sounds like the main line, because that's the one where they're getting less of a going over. What do you guys think? Sure. I would agree. And time is a bit on our side. We've got about 100 years to 
complete our objective. Oh, no. oh, you. Hey, I'll, I'll grab a random person walking by, just like, mm-hmm. hey, sorry there, mate. Um, what's the deal with the short line? Because once again, there's actually a lot going on out right? Yeah, yeah. Because there's quite the city outside the city, uh, so there's a lot of people wandering around. So they kind of look at you and and confused and be like, so you knew here? Yeah, yeah, we knew. Oh, that's 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 the line where you get your papers. Oh, right. Okay. God damn it. Oh. What what's it take to get a, get papers around here? You got to show cause, and you've got to have uh, you got to have your proofs, and and uh, well, I mean, honestly, it's it's pretty good if you have like a letter or something, you know, a letter of an introduction. Hey, I define a proof, mate. I've been at sea quite a while. Oh, you know, you're you're bona fide. He's like, you know, what estate you're with, and who your lord is, and all that. Right, right, got it. For the like the person you asked. Uh, they didn't. They seemed a little unscrupulous at first, and then mm-hmm. they stopped and they kind of look around, uh, you know, at the four of you and notice that something just seems a little odd. And, uh, Relax, mate. We're not shields. Uh, 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 yeah. So. Um, That's exactly what a shield well, would say. <laughs> well, you, you, uh, you, you, you lads have a have a have a good day. Right, right on then. And yeah, kind of like scurries. Do we get the Thanks. Do I get the impression before he scurries off that he sure. he's a. Uh, what? Handle it. Unsavory type that might have <laughs> right. might no sure. connections. He was young. Yeah. Um now he he's at that awkward age where he probably isn't quite young enough to be conscripted yet, but not far from it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, everybody out here looks a little shady. If they're not in line, the the overall thing that you notice if you look around the people there is there's ob- you see the oppression. You know, everybody is skittish. Um everybody looks very poor out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everybody's looking over their shoulder quite a bit. There's a lot going on, a lot, bu- you know, of busyness happening, but um, it's not friendly. Nobody's overly friendly. There are no barkers out on the street. You know, there, there's nothing like that. It's, you just kind of, you just feel it. You get that, you know, you just walk into a place and you know it's. What do you guys think about? I guess we got two options here. We could try with what we've got with our vendor license. We could also, we could do, we could go up to that guy. We could see if these guys are bribable. You know, we go in the line and say, uh, yeah, we're here from the Carlisle State. Darndest thing. We don't have all of our records because uh, we had some trouble on the road. But, um, you know, um, maybe um, a silver piece or two will uh, make the guy give us legit papers that we can use to get through without having all of our um, all of our documentation. I, I'm fine with whatever because um, I'm not the primary deception or uh, diplomacy guy. I would just say that Roddy's like, if this goes south, let's pick a meeting point outside of town. In mm-hmm. case we need to split up. How about that oak tree where you hid your clothes? Right. Sounds good. Yep. Or that cops are trees. Okay. So the plan is to... The cops are trees? <laughs> <laughs> I never trusted those leafy bastards. Fuck them. Let's go. So the, your plan is to... Sorry, uh, I, I, you're saying the fancy gate or the normal one? Well, I was talking about the one where you get your papers. Let's try it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, but, uh, unless, I mean, you know, I recall Leo, uh, Ethan, excuse me, Hatham rolling a I can't remember your damn names. Um, rolling a thirty <laughs> on his um, forgery check. On the other hand, if we could actually get legit papers, legit legit papers, that'd be cool. So, what do you guys think? I abstain. I'm just a simple fighter. Thought <laughs> <laughs> be it from me to casually suggest we split the party, but the three of us get in line for the regular. Use these forgeries, and you try and get what if like other papers? I could forge those other papers. Well, Maybe like um, Asherian goes with the father through the fancy line, and me and Haytham just try to go through the normal line. Yeah, this is entirely up to you guys. 
I think splitting the party sounds like a great idea. <laughs> it's it's the fun option. <laughs> All right, you ready? How All about right. this? We're here on how about a religious pilgrimage? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you're you're his bodyguard and I'm Hatham's bodyguard. They're gonna, All right. Yeah. They're gonna make you flash that symbol, you know that if you go in there talking yeah. about religion. I'm, I'm not saying I'm just saying that we, we uh we came here to uh pay homage to uh the great god Gilgamesh and to see the sights of the city. I suppose we are. <laughs> You'll you know, fit right in. You know, you, you're like. It's my fault for making them so like, similar. It's like two consonants away from uh, yep. uh, Gilgamark. I'm sorry. We are here to uh, investigate a holy relic, so yep, that's uh, not a bad line of reasoning, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Who uh, do you want to do first? So um, you guys are splitting up? Yeah, fuck it. All right, so who is going? You guys, uh, Father Becker, you're going to try to get. Line. You're going to the short line to try to get papers, and who's going with you? I'll go with him. Sure. Yeah. All right, let's let's start over there. By the way, um, what are our false names? I want that established. Uh, false names. Mm-hmm. I'm John Decker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know what what's something Feridian, namely something that isn't Arensian. Um, I can give them like some generic like Smith Jones names, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I mean, there is some historical information from Faradon because obviously people knew things about Faradon before. Uh, the the problem is that since you know it got wiped out and all the people got wiped out, there's so much information that was lost. But you know, I mean, people would know things, so you might have an idea what the name sounded like. I am Vance Helion. <laughs> <laughs> you can be coy. Um, oh, God damn it. Choose, choose <laughs> the last name. Uh, Kerensky. Okay. <laughs> Koi Kerensky? Koi yeah. Kerensky. Okay, so we're Vance and Koi. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go Underhill, but I'm like, well, that's a little too on the nose, isn't it? Sure. Folk of the state knocks on the door. Uh, you can't have a deceptive character named Underhill. Um, all right, so we'll uh, we'll get into our short line, and we'll head on up. The Lord right. of the Rings awesome. estate. Hits uh, us with an <laughs> infringement suit as we mm-hmm. speak. Father Becker. Uh, what? My name is Vance Helion. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Vance. Coy? Uh, Vance. Coy Covington? What was your name? Kerensky. Kerensky. Okay, I, I'm going to forget that. So you yeah. need to have a name tag. <laughs> Call it Coy. Vance, um, you're you're the lead on this show. I'm just here for if things go south. Yeah, I got it. I'll do the talking. Yeah. I'm warming up my deception dice as we speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys go get in line and uh, uh, Alder, Erickson, God damn it, and or Roddy and Haytham go get in the other line. Quite a bit of time passes. But uh, Father Becker and Asherian, they come to you first. Now, it's not actually your turn yet, but at some point in time when you're close, one of the guards kind of wanders down near your direction. Like, What's your guys' story? <clears throat> well, um, hello, uh, Guardian. Uh, my name is uh, Vance, Vance Helion, and uh, this is my bodyguard, Coy. Uh, we require papers to get into the city. Ran into a little bit of trouble on the road, unfortunately. What makes you think you're getting in? Well, we are religious pilgrims here to see the sights of the city and to pay our worship uh, to the great god Gilgamark. Um, we're, um, w- w- we think that such a thing, why wouldn't you, why would you deny us access to the city for such noble purposes? He, he looks at you almost with disdain at that point. Just fine, fine, but take, don't take that attitude with the, with the captain. 
Uh, the captain not a uh, not a religious man. Then he he just kind of looks at you and says, well, "Where are you from?" Yeah, I mean he he blatantly ignored your question. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, we're we're from um, Port Holbeck, actually. Um, we work for the Craven Carlisle Estate. He, he you know he kind of stops the and Carlisle Estate, I should say. He 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 does stop and he says, "What? How, how old are you? How old am I? Yes. What year?" Uh, I, I tell him. <laughs> and, and how old are you pretending to be? Uh, I'm pretending to be, let's say, uh, let's say mid thirties. I've been around for a while. I, I'm, I'm racking my brain to think what, what terrible thing I've just said that's, that's throwing off my entire story. And, and you noticed in line that they were doing. No one in like, this world is 30 years old. <laughs> Actually, that is true. I'm, I'm Your red diamond would have gone off. You, uh, like, you haven't been singled out. Like, mm-hmm. you notice they, they just pretty much go up and down the line ahead of time. And, and you know, some of the guards, that's, that's what their job. They're, that's kind of like the, the pre-screening, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. He stops and he looks over at Ashirian and said, and him? You, you religious pilgrim too? I am here for this one's protection. I am 54 years of age. He seems a little indignant and shuffles off. Do I get the impression it's because we haven't been conscripted? Uh, you know, uh, your age group, you, once again, don't notice many people in your guys' age group. Yeah. I mean, even, even a Shirian over here isn't old enough. I mean, you're, you see more people of that age, but... Uh, okay, got it. Um, they did they just come up to me while I was uh, standing in line? Yeah, you're just like no. I was just standing there. Yep. Um, is there anywhere around, like on the ground or anything, where I could pick up unobserved, uh, maybe a stick that could function as a staff or something like that? Um, I mean, sure, basic, just walking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I grab one, and as I proceed forward in the line, I'll uh, I'll, I'll affect the limp. Yep. As if I've got an injury to my leg that prevents me from. Okay. Yep. So that'll be part of your deception. Yes, yes. Uh, so Roddy and Haytham, kind of the same thing happens to you as you get a little closer in line. There are, you know, some of the guards just walk up and down the lines, watching people, looking people every once in a while, asking questions. Yeah, I would, I would like to uh, do something similar to Father Becker, maybe uh, like tie my arm up in a, a sling, or uh, if I have an eye patch or something, put that on uh, in the arm. We'll do the. Tie my arm up in a sling like it, uh, okay, just like it's uh, useless. So you're not, you don't have to pretend. Um, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> no deception <laughs> check necessary. Oh, oh damn! Why oh, aren't you the army? I'm an alchemist. Oh fuck! Of course, <laughs> useless. <laughs> Dang. So there's a certain. And this point- is my friend, the elf. <laughs> I can cut you down before they take me out. <laughs> <laughs> There is a certain point where the, the guard kind of stops and eyeballs both of you closely, and he's like, uh, no cot. No cot? Now, my lord. Different sort what, of goods. What you about? Uh, I'm an herbalist. A, w- a what? Herbalist. He kind of... Herbs, potions, and uh, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Mm. It's a practice a trade. What? What do you... Uh... What do you got? Well, I've got, uh, 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 so if you would, uh, be so kind, uh, the, you know. Right. Ever okay. since the accident. Right. Sorry. Uh, my apologies. 
it's uh, uh my my master here is uh, a creator of potions and such such as things like can make you see good uh healing and uh don't drink this one it'll Careful give you that a, one that's give the, you a nasty tummy ache as the alchemist's fire quite useful for stump burning oh i thought point. that was the poison one i'm sorry master mm. you idiot he looks disinterested and wanders off wanders up and down the line and you see them tossing carts here and there from time mm -hmm. to time like i said you notice these guys are not gentle and nice they're all a bunch of assholes so father becker and ashir and you guys finally get up to, to your turn and there is a, a guardsman standing there and he he kind of motions you forward he says all right yeah, his hand out for it um, let me oh, what do you what have you got um unfortunately uh captain we we have to uh beg upon your good nature we encountered some terrible troubles on the road um and uh we don't have uh our, we don't have our, our papers we're hoping to attain some here you got nothing no no we've traveled far all the way from the um uh the carlisle estate down in port holbeck and um about halfway here we ran into some ruffians on the road that um well frankly they took our horses and um we were lucky to escape with our lives it's um it's a damn shame what uh, some of the roads are like these days. You know, they could use good fellows like you out there patrolling. I'll bet you they'd um, take care of any of those ne'er-do-wells in a short short time frame, I assure you. So, good, and give me your deception check. Yes, that's right. Feel free to provide any bonuses to my role for my outstanding role-playing there. <laughs> like that. It's, well, it's a very logical thing, you know. And I sat there, oh, well, that's not terrible. Um, so that is a deception. That is a 26. Okay, he says... So you got nothing? I, I I mean I've just um well I I am prepared to pay the requisite fee and I hold up a shiny coin. Hmm. He points over to Shirian. And him? He's my bodyguard. Hmm. He did a fine job in terms of um <clears throat> well in, in terms of keeping those ruffians at bay uh whenever they attempted to take uh, everything. Um unfortunately he was forced to flee as well. Ah gosh. Will we be much longer in this line? I, I tell you, my my gimp leg it, it hurts. Um, it hurts something fierce here, and in, in the when the humidity is this high. So one of the um the the one of the bookkeepers comes out, and he has some papers, and he hands it to you, and he's like, "Fill this out." Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, you wouldn't have a place for me to sit, would you? It's it's terribly you know hot there, out here. There's a little bench on the side. Oh, is it all right if I sit there? Yeah, he say, he sits it down. He's like, fill this out for you and your servant. Yeah, okay. I'll begin the process. And um, they actually move on to the next group of people, and you're just sitting there. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, it's it's like a questionnaire. It, mm -hmm. it asks you to fill out um, your name, anyone with you, your lord's name. Mm -hmm. um, it also has, you know, your home city. Um, it asks you to put down, like, uh, dates of birth, if you have them, uh, your meaning for this person to visit. So you, you have to fill out. It's pretty comprehensive, actually. Okay. Well, I'll base, uh, as far as home city and all that, I'll base what I know about the, the Carlisle history. I mean, he gave us an extensive history at one point. Um, yeah, I mean, you heard quite a bit from him. Right. So mm -hmm. I feel I should be able to do that. Um, you know, uh, I'll, Vance Helion is my name, my servant's name. Um, it is Koi McKinsky, right? <laughs> Kerensky, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I can't remember that, man. There's no damn way. We are going to go up in flames. Then. <laughs> and your servant's name, Koi? I think it was Koi. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty certain it's Koi. <laughs> anyway. Well, he looks pretty sharp, but what's his name? Yeah, he's a, I don't know. Hey. Is McKinsky, is that it? 
Kerensky. Kerensky. Yes. Like rich Corinthian leather. Kerensky. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Kerensky and leather. That's right. Um, so go ahead and give me another deception check right. as you fill out your answers. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Brad, I'm rolling your die here that you gave oh, me. Oh, so yeah. We, we, no pressure. Oh, oh look at that. Nice. Hey. We're up to 29 now. It's not bad. Um, so, you know, they take the paperwork back. And the uh, guard, at one point in time, the guardsman uh, stops by and he says, uh, take that silver now. Ding. He puts it in his pocket. Money well spent. <clears throat> and uh, the, the bookkeeper goes and does his, his thing. And he comes back out. And once again, everybody's kind of eyeballing you fairly suspiciously mm -hmm. here. But that seems to be par for the course. Mm -hmm. So he comes out and he, he has some papers that he hands you. Um, and he's got yours in his hand. And he said, uh, he looks at you just like very bold face and says, where are you from? I say Fort Hallback. And your Lord? Well, I, I just wrote it all down. Uh, Carlisle. Your servant's name? <laughs> I start laughing actually as a matter of fact. Uh it's it's Koi Kerensky. I I I'm Yeah, yeah I mean they're they're just very much sure. asking. I mean th this is the obvious. Yeah. Do, do I remember what I wrote down? Mm -hmm. Sure, yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So he goes down through the whole list. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um and you know you just give him the answers and he seems to be satisfied. He says, "All right, the fees are silver." Goodness, my coin's going fast here. I glance at the uh, other fella, the guard, and I hand him a uh, silver. The guard doesn't seem to notice for yeah. some reason. Mm -hmm. He's busy doing something else. Mm -hmm. I see. Yes. <clears throat> I, I appreciate your time. Um, I know that public servants are not uh, paid as well as they should be, but but a man like you, with such attention to detail and such the ability to read what I just wrote, uh, it's appreciated. Roddy in a fake mustache walks up like, yeah, I'll have that silver now then. <laughs> 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 mm -hmm. So he walks, uh, so the guy... Traitor, <laughs> traitor to Gilgamark, right there, get him, boys. <laughs> so the bookkeeper, he hands you um, a set of new papers, and he's like, okay, this is good for today, mm. unless you go by the church, and they vouch for you, at which point in time your pass can be extended, but not, you need to be gone by nightfall. Well, I appreciate that. Um, may I ask, um, is, is there, what, what's the easiest way to, and I name the church that we're looking for? Well, he kind of gives you the quizzical look, and he's like, well, the church. Well, it's uh, right, of course, but there are other religious sites within the city, of course. He, he, By the fountain. And the, not and after the, the purge. The <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, so he gives you the directions. He's like, it's near the river in the south. Mm -hmm. And uh, he doesn't give you good directions, but he gives you the directions and then ignores you and motions you on your way. Yes. Um, come, Coy. Let's uh, come, Coy. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's let's head to the church uh, that we are intending to visit. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, Roddy and Haytham, you guys eventually get up closer. And now there's not just like one checkpoint. So they're checking in several people at once, but it's kind of all right in the same area. So, yeah, a couple of the guardsmen come up and, you know, they, they do the, they look around to see what all you have with them. And the motion's out and kind of hands you to pass in. I'm uh, sure you'll find everything's in order. So you hand him the papers, he kind of, he, he looks it over, he looks at the other guy, and he, he, he looks at, where, where's, where's your wares? I'm in, in the bag. Smaller wares. Uh, I'm a herbalist, you see. He, he, he motions for the bag. He oh, careful, it. it's, some of those are a bit volatile, but. Okay, he, he takes it, he's, he's not being particularly gentle, but he's not, like, intentionally breaking them either. 
Um, so Roddy, do you have a pack? Yeah. So the, one of the guys comes up and just starts looking in your pack while it's on your back. He's just rifling right. through it. What's this diary here that says my quest <laughs> to destroy the spirit of Gilgamesh? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like an odd thing to put in the front. Thankfully I travel light yeah. and nothing very, uh, it's just normal gear, like a pack, you know, some rations, nothing real descriptive. Um, so while, while that's going on, um, one of the guards motions to somebody and one of the other guards comes walking over to you and, uh, he hands you both a, a small length of rope and just, they kind of throw them each at you. Yeah. And, um, you know, they go about their business for a moment. You guys know you, you gotta be out by dark. The right. vendor's license only, only good for sundown. Right. My, uh, my Lord here was helping to, where do we go to try to get a longer visa? Open up a shop maybe. Uh, which office is that? Good luck. Right. Thanks, sir. Yeah, he he's like the I come along, Lord. Very much very much the fuck off. But like the one guy, as you start to step forward, the one guy puts his hand out and he, he he's looking at you. Mm-hmm. Like he's expecting you to do something. Oh God. Do we have anything of value? Um He gave you rope? Yeah, I'm sure it's some sort Anybody's- of marker supposed to do something with a rope or if i just got a bribe i don't have any money but uh right Fred, we don't got money but what i do have and like roddy pulls out a pretty nice dagger like it's nondescript he just keeps a nice dagger on him but like it's decently made and be like it looks like yours is getting a little bit old uh the guy motions over and he grabs another piece of rope and hands you the second piece and he, he kind of gives you the look the knowing look like you should know what you're doing I think I may know. Uh, what would be insight? I'm gonna make a quick perception check okay. to see what if anyone else has ropes Give and what they're supposed check. to be doing with it. Nat oh, twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! So you have that moment where you're like, "Oh shit, what do I do? I don't know what to do." And the guy's looking at you like yeah. you should know what you do. And you glance to the side, and in the cart front of you, there is an old man, and he's got a sword, and he's tying his sword with that little piece of uh, rope right. to his belt. Yeah, in like a peace knot type. Mm-hmm. So it's it's lashed around there and lashed around his belt. So basically, he can't pull a sword without right without breaking the rope. Okay, uh, so I will do that for my sword. Uh, well, first I'll do it for his two sickles. Yep. Um, and then yeah, I, any weapon they found or saw, they yeah. hand you a piece of rope for. Your okay. Hand, your hand burns when you touch his sickle. Uh, <laughs> so technically, I'll need a. I'll be like, I need one more. The guy gives you the 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 questioning look and like he does the moment where he looks at you questioningly and then he looks really pissed off at the guy that was searching your pack mm-hmm. <laughs> he gives them the fucking seriously look yeah and then they pass another one over because I've, I've got the dagger and the sword and then i'll go ahead and unstring my bow and then there's mm-hmm. the stiletto in your butt cheeks i mean you've been very <laughs> clear that that's always there so i'll go ahead and peace bond all of them okay. however i'm going to thievery check the rope on my sword okay uh 18 and you are trying to do what? Uh, so the idea is to peace bond them. Okay. I want to make it look like my sword is peace bonded. Just like I want it to be a lot easier to unpeace bond it. Okay. Well, here's how that's going to work out. You'll find out how well you did when you go to draw your sword. Right. That's fair. Or if. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> this not. This should be entirely peaceful with no confrontation. Hopefully not. I can, <laughs> but I can see the result. It's like, okay, you, you attempt to draw your sword. 
and your pants are torn off as you do it. But you do have your sword free and your <laughs> so pants. Won't be the first time. Won't yeah. be the first time <laughs> I, I thought say, like I that. remember the Christmas so, special. Are, are we free to go, my lord? Are we being detained? <laughs> <laughs> I am a sovereign citizen. <laughs> They they kind of move on to the next group of people, and as you wander in, and just as you guys are passing through the gate, like something happens in one of the other uh, carts back there, and just as you're going in, you see two guardsmen just beating the shit out of some guy that was standing next to that cart, and a couple other guardsmen moving that way. So something untoward happened there. Uh, but you do make it in uh, sometime after Father Becker and Ashirian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys do all make it inside the great city of Ocrest. And uh, what you see, we'll find out on the next episode of the Adventures Vault Podcast. Fuck our lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not what I thought I'd be doing. <laughs> I think I think we've uh, what we've learned here is that fast talking and deception. That's our that's our strong point as far as just beating shit to death. Yeah. Uh,